everyone and welcome back to our bonus episode. We are glad you're here. I'm Caroline. I'm Joe. And if you're new here, at the end of every month on Thursday, we do a bonus episode, which is an advice Q&A. So if you ever want to send in your advice that you need, send it to our email at hello at middlegroundpodcast.co or DM us and we'll try to answer it on here. Yay! But anyways, um, Joe, was your grounding moment? My grounding moment was I picked my kitchen countertop. Very exciting. For the new house. And the internet doesn't like it, um, which is okay. Like, that's not, <laughs> I'm not upset by that. But the reason I say that is I feel like in the photos, it didn't um, necessarily translate the same way as it does in person. Because in person, it's kind of like, oh, upset baby. Garner's upset baby. with us, guys. Yeah, Gardner's going to be with us probably for a, a while in episodes because <laughs> I can't find myself to, I can't find it in myself to leave her yeah. with someone. And we want her here. Um, But uh, in person, they're like this, um, it's a leathered stone. And so the texture is different than what people are used to. Mm-hmm. And it like... Um, you know when you touch like a granite countertop or marble or quartz, it's smooth. Right. It's not smooth. Oh, fun. It's not like bumpy, crazy, <laughs> but it, it has like a, the actual texture of the stone to it. That's pretty. Um, it's very uh, hippie almost. Are you smiling at me? Are you Kinda happy to be giving baby. everybody advice? She's like, yeah, yeah. So cute. What's your grounding moment? Um, well, I was gonna say I think it's also back to your okay selection yeah i think it's hard for people to see it until it's done yeah i agree you know me too but i feel like i have a leg up because my mom is an interior designer so i can see it i'm like yeah "Yeah, that's gorgeous but it's hard when you just show like just a slab not with like any furniture or any of your other like pics and you're like do you like it and they're like no because i can't see it necessarily so yeah anyways i and i anything different freaks people out yeah too. like outside the box because it was like like a white marbled look or this very like different gray mm-hmm. and people were like white marble because that's what they've seen yeah i think no yeah and that's what like they see on pinterest and like that's yeah what and it's beautiful they know looks good we know it's beautiful right and it was funny because tons of people sent me um recommendations about white and cleaning white and i'm like i i have white countertops Oh, weird. Like, I already have them. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it was still good. Yeah. People gave me a lot of advice on cleaning. Same thing with whenever we put up um, options for faucets. Oh. That's like everybody makes their selects based on cleaning. The countertop was extra funny. I was telling Matt this because people either were for it or against it. Based on cleaning? Based on cleaning. But the same issue half people were like for it because of that issue and half people were against it because of it because they said crumbs will blend oh but see in my eyes i'm like great have them blend right and that's a lot of people were like oh i'd pick that one because with kids like you won't notice exactly crumbs as much but then the other half of the people were like oh my god white because you won't be able to see the crumbs like you won't be able to like you will never know if it's clean or not yeah, that's interesting. Which is funny that I'm like, great, because that's why I have white furniture. Yeah. I have white furniture because you know whether it's dirty or not. 
and you can keep it clean. You think that's like a right brain, left brain kind of thing? Or well, but I, I'm doing both. Because the countertop, I'm going gray so oh, I can yeah, hide that's it. that's true. But on the furniture, I'm going white. And I feel like a lot of people... Um, uh, what do I think I prefer white, actually, if I think about it. Just... But I would do both. Like, if I really liked it, I would go for both. But, like, I'm looking at a couch for my new apartment that's, like, stark white. I'm like, yeah. I love that. And my I showed my grandma, because she's older, of course. She was like, you're doing a white sofa? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's um, fine. Do you do... Would you go white countertop? Not, like, for my kitchen, just in general. Would you go white countertop then? No. Just because... Right. Well, just because I don't like the look anymore. Yeah. And I'm around, like I said, my mom's interior designer. I'm around a lot of of the business, and I know how it's evolving. So I would yeah. say no. But I don't know if I would say no because of cleaning. I just that's I don't the know. other it's thing that has happened thing. because I also put up um, tile selections for her bathroom, and we have a penny tile selected, not for the floor, but possibly for like a. Um, detail in the um tub surround or something like that and i got dm after dm from people saying penny tile on the floor is hard to clean because it's more grout okay again get it makes sense glad people were telling me that but i felt bad because i don't make any of my decisions based on cleaning because since matt and i both work full-time and i work like more than full-time hours I work probably well not right now because of G but right um I'm typically or- working around 60 hours a week which is not a flex or an accomplishment I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, that because of that I'm, it. <laughs> I'm trying to work it back and spend more time on personal it's just a three thing um but we hire somebody to clean right which is a huge privilege and I hear that you know yeah but I like didn't even consider cleaning in right. my decisions I didn't. I mean, I wipe down the counters. Like, right. I do basic stuff day to day. But anyway. I don't know. So that made me feel my... kind of like a jackass. No, it doesn't. Because I was fine. like, I didn't even consider cleaning. Am I making things harder on the person? But then I thought, you know, if it's harder, it's more hours. They get paid more. Right. They and that's how they make a living. Time. Yeah. That's their job. Right. Yeah. Because the apartment I have now, it's like. It's white countertops and dark, like darkish green, like cute green cabinets. And it's easy to clean. Like I clean it myself and it's fine. Just very interesting. But anyways, I am struggling with my grounding moment for some reason, but I will think of one in a second or two. Let me think. Um, I always want to say my apartment. Like I feel like that's what I'm really excited about at the moment. Um... What about the stuff that you're getting for your apartment? You said you got a couch. I haven't heard anything about. I didn't about... get a couch. I'm looking at a couch. You're looking at couches, but any of that? Um, like... Yeah, like I'm. I've been like slowly trying to like see what my vibe is because I want it definitely different than the apartment I live in now. But... Are you getting help from your mom, or are you doing it yourself? I mean, I know that your mom's probably helping you find furniture yeah. pieces, but are you doing the design yourself? Um, yeah, that's what I usually do with her. Like I'll design it all and like be like, this is what I want, but like, what could I add or what could I take away? Like I get her advice, of course. And she usually helps me from there. And like, it's, um, we get a discount because she gets stuff at wholesale and stuff like that, which is such a privilege and such a blessing. But, um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. I've been looking 
on different websites and things and just seeing what I want and what the layout is. Gardner, baby's not happy with us. She's like, come on, guys, two episodes? Mm-hmm. We've done back-to-back episodes today. <laughs> yeah, and she's not thrilled about it. No, she's not. She does really good for one, and then we start the second one, and she's like, oh, okay. She's um, like, no attention on me. Hmm. Yeah, I think that is my grounding moment, just finding new furniture and getting excited about that. I've made a couple like Pinterest boards and all of that fun stuff. Yay. And yeah, I'm like very excited for change. Like I love change and I thrive off of it. You're going to have to share pictures with everybody because you've talked about it. I will, I will, I will. But yeah, that is my grounding moment. Um, So let's get right into the question. I love your podcast so much. Thank you. I've been listening since day one and look forward to listening every new episode. I've been having a tougher time than normal with my besties and could really use some advice. It's a super stressful time in all of our lives right now because we're about to graduate the same grad school program. Um, We are all having tougher than normal days while we try to wrap up our final project, search for jobs, consider moving, and so on. With all of us being on edge, there's been a lot more disagreements and arguments than normal, specifically between two of my friends who keep asking me for advice on how to deal with the other friend. I hate it so much and I'm running out of advice and patience to give. I'm drained from my own journey right now, and the stress of our friend group is weighing heavily. Do you have any advice for how our friend group can be more cohesive and supportive of each other during this stressful transition time that we're all going through? Thank you so much for everything you open up about on the podcast. Love learning from both of you. Wow, that was a good one. That is a good one. That's also very nice. Yeah, very nice. Thank you for the kind words. Yeah, I think you just have to be honest with each other, which it sounds like you kind of are, like... And like you said, you're all in a rough season. So just give everyone grace and everyone has to do the same. Um, if you want to continue being friends with, with each other, because there's light at the end of the tunnel. That's what I was about to say. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. And that'll come faster than you think. Right. Um, I think the best thing, it sounds like your patience is getting tried and you're just getting kind of tired. And I totally understand that. Um, it may be time to put up a boundary of like, hey, look, I know that I I agree or I don't agree, whatever. I understand that we're upset with friend B, um, but I don't have the capacity to hear about it anymore because I'm focusing on the things that I need to get done. And I want you guys to know I love you. I support you. I hear you. But right now I need to focus on X. Right. And that's okay to say too. And that's obviously easier said than done. But what I do sometimes, like if my boyfriend comes to me and is complaining about his friends or whatever he's complaining about, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, is this a happy story or like a negative one? And he's like, I mean, it's kind of negative. And I'm like, if you need me to listen, I will. But like, I really don't have the capacity to listen to a negative thing right now. And he's like, okay. And sometimes he really just needs to vent and I'm just like there for him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, whatever, you know, like, and it's okay to say those things. Like you have to take care of your energy. Yeah. And so that would be my recommendation. I think sometimes it's hard to bring a group of people together in a time that's stressful for all four of you. Yeah. That's like, I don't know if now's the time to be trying to be like, well, let's work on this. Um, now might be survival mode is what it sounds like. That's true. So focus on the light at the end of the tunnel, set boundaries where they need to be set. And, um, you've got this. Yeah. 
And a lot of times the reason that we're frustrated with the same friend over and over again is because we're focused on that friend. Yeah. Just a reminder. And when we're in stressful situations, we tend to project on other people. So maybe it's just a huge projection on friend B or friend A. Or they're noticing things because it's the same things they're going through. Exactly. So just like keep that in mind and just keep trucking forward. You got this. Justice for friend B. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The next one is I just started full-time photography and I've been feeling grateful and happy getting featured, booking weddings and traveling, but I feel like my other photographer friends aren't happy for me. They don't message me or comment when I reach a goal and it makes me sad. What should I do? This is tough. Are you commenting on all of their stuff? Every single photo? Right. Are you showing up for them? Because I understand this frustration, but at the same time, I don't know. People only have so much time and energy to cheer everybody on. Yeah, I think you have to realize, and I don't want to sound mean, but every single person has their own lives. They have their own things, their own problems, their own family issues, whatever the case is. And unless you just have jerk friends, they aren't not supporting you or not being there for you because they hate you, you know? My husband's never even listened to an episode of the podcast. Right. He doesn't get on social media (laughs) other than to respond to the comments when he does post and to do his post bi-monthly. Right doesn't use it i know he loves me i know he supports me um and a lot of times those photographer friends are the same way yeah not that they're not utilizing social media i know that you're seeing them online but it could be that they only have the capacity to keep their presence afloat let alone cheer anybody else on exactly and it doesn't mean they love you less at least that's the way that i tend to look at it it could be that they don't like you and that they are ticked off that you're doing photography in which case who cares those are not nice people anyway Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of like it's either give them grace or reevaluate or reevaluate those people as friends like those are the two options because at the end of the day i just i think it's your job to make you feel good about what you are doing 100 percent. and like if you because you just said you went full-time so most likely you've been doing this part-time so some people are like, oh, like it hasn't really changed for them. Right. Your, their perspective of you. It's like, okay, she just does it more. Yes. You know, so don't be like, oh, like I made this huge leap and no one sees me. It's like they literally don't. Right. They don't. No. I, and and that that is so true because I, I have that feeling oftentimes with what I'm doing. I feel like I've made this huge change into others. So like you're doing the exact same thing. Right. So, something to keep in mind. Yeah. doesn't matter how much you talk about it. People just don't see things the same way you do. No. And that's okay. Right. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Be your own cheerleader in those times. Exactly. All right. Um, All right. My fiance and I have our engagement photo session coming up soon. What advice do you have for posing and looking natural during photos? I'm worried I'm going to clam up on the spot. Also, what's your advice for outfits? Should they coordinate? Does it matter? You want to lead it? Yeah, I would say um, really hire a good photographer um, and one that maybe is more social and more 
interactive rather than, I mean, they could have amazing skills too in photography, don't get me wrong, but the more social and comfortable human being to be around is going to be a plus in your case. I would say also stop overthinking it. Like if you truly love your human, your photographer is going to do the best they can to capture Capture you in that capacity. So just be, go out and go into it with an open mind and just, even if you don't feel 100% natural, most likely the photos are still going to translate that you guys love each other, which is the goal. And if you drink, have a drink before. Right. Or whatever it is for you, like whatever's relaxing for you. I have a lot of clients that, who, you know, I'm like, take a shot. Right. Have a drink. Um, go to grab a bar and grab a drink before your pictures. Yeah. Or go grab a meal before your pictures. Things like that. Anything that you find relaxing. Right. Um, in any way that you can feel connected with one another. Do not, on your way over there, argue and fight over something not being steamed or a, a piece of clothing that didn't make it into the car. or Because none of that matters. No, it doesn't outfits they don't matter that much what Mm-mm. what matters is that you feel good in what you're wearing you know you feel confident and comfortable in what you're wearing it, you can make your outfits coordinate if that's important to you that's great um I, matt and i i don't even know like we didn't really work super hard on our engagement photo outfits the only ones we really worked on was our like all white um oh yeah because we did that um, but i feel like matt's more stylish than the average boy so it's like helpful. I know. guess that's true. But he, you know, he didn't do anything fancy. It was just like a button down yeah. shorts or like, you know, right. Or jeans and a button down there. There wasn't anything too out there with our engagement photos. Um, it was more about wearing something that feels good. Oh, big yawn. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, cause at the end of the day, it's going to be about capturing you guys where you are right there. Yeah. And right then. Right. And then that's really cool to look back on. Yeah. Even if you're in like a polka dotted bright pink outfit, who cares? Like even if you're in an outfit that later you think's awful, it's not about that. No. Um, so that's, that's my two cents is, ooh, she's almost done with her bottle and she's about to lose it. Um, yeah. And really look who you're hiring. Like I said, your photographers, um, and yeah, you got this. Like, don't overthink it. It's gonna be great. And yeah, because a if good you go, photographer will solve all of those problems. Yes, and if you go into it thinking like I'm just gonna freeze up and you know do this and do everything wrong, you most likely will, um, unless you have an excellent photographer to get you out of that headspace. So go into it with an open mind and think you're hot stuff, which you are. Um, and yeah. You are the hottest stuff. The hottest. With the most rockin' bod and the most... Beautiful smile and, and beautiful the spouse. happiest, you know, yeah, just enjoy it. Um, okay, someone said, how do I deal with being burnt out at a young age? Oh, I think, I think burnout affects... Anyone. I, yeah, at any age. Mm-hmm. And um, what are you burnt out on? Like, that too, because... There are things that I burned out on at 19 that I've never gone back and done again. Right. Working out. Right. Not that I don't work out at all, but I got really into working out when I was in college. I was working out like six days a week and I enjoyed it. And I just, 
I overdid it. Mm-hmm. And now I dread it. Yeah. Um, and so my fitness routine is just way more mellow now. Yeah. Um, so it just depends on what you're burned out on. It, it's okay. It's okay to feel burned out. It's okay to give yourself a break. It's okay to give yourself some rest. It's okay to take a step back. Um, t- time heals all of that kind of stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, distract yourself. Do something different. Yeah. Um, start a new hobby. Do whatever you got to do. But yeah, For just sure. know you're not alone. Like everyone feels that. Even if they love what they're doing. I have moments where I'm like, I am literally exhausted from yeah. doing this every single day. But I'm like, I have to reevaluate and then kind of dig a little deeper in those times and be like, okay, I got to take care of my energy. I have to do these things in order to be happy. I've been feeling that way about social lately. Like, I don't know what to put on my stories. I don't know. Not because I don't have stuff going on, but I'm in that kind of burnout phase. And it'll it'll heal itself right. and resolve. And I just kind of let myself um, take a break. Yeah. You got this. Um, someone asked, how do I transfer my photography business to a new state? I'm so lost and I feel like I know no one. Okay. So my best advice in these situations um, is get involved with charity um, silent auctions in the area. Um, I think this is like one of the quickest ways to start networking with photography um, and donate a couple sessions to causes that like are important to you. And then that way at silent auctions, people are winning photography sessions with you. That gives you an opportunity. One, it wasn't free. Somebody like paid for it to a charity you love. Um, and you're getting to network and meet a couple and, um, or, in that area. or a senior, whatever it is, have content in that area with people from that area. Um, and then from there, you'll be able to start making some connections. Make sure that they have a really good experience, work really hard, and, and don't be afraid to jump into that area's Facebook groups. And mm-hmm. I know I make that recommendation all the time do, on but here. But it's so good. But it's such a good way to network and meet people. Like, get online and say, like, let's say you moved to Minnesota. Like, you're in Minneapolis now. I guarantee there's a Minneapolis wedding photographers right. group on Facebook. Right. Um, yeah, and connect and then, yeah, work really hard and Or if you're from fine. a smaller place, like you're moving to a smaller town, like there's an Arkansas photographers group here, right. you know, with everybody in the state. People are willing to help and evolve and network and, you know. Yeah, and it's just like how you started in the town you lived in in the past, like you have to start from somewhere. So just like remember what you did. And that might be like 10 years ago, but just try to remember what you did and apply it to today's time. It's nothing to do with your work. If you're scared about that, like, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not, you know, the best photographer. It's not about that. It's about getting your foot in the door. So work hard and live out your best life. Okay. Someone said, how to not feel toxic over the past and learn to trust like in relationships in life anything okay where my brain immediately goes when i hear that is um people who um are really hard on their current spouse because they were with somebody previous that cheated on them okay yeah 
that's where my brain goes goes. and then they end up being kind of toxic toward their new spouse not trusting them because they are fearful of yeah like the past repeating itself right um i think that you have to get good at realizing that you micromanaging others and things doesn't mean a better result Mm mm-hmm that's very true. You know, if um, if something that happened to you before, yes, you can keep an eye out and try to avoid red flags, but you don't need to create red flags. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe go see a therapist if you really can't get there on yes. your own. Yes. Because uh, I know that's like, we're saying all this and it's way easier said than done. So go get help and that's totally fine you're not a bad person you haven't failed at life like some people just need to process things in a deeper way and need help your team therapy all the way yeah I don't know I think that's actually really 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 good advice um yeah and the past is in the past like and I know again easier said than done like but the past is what shapes you and so you kind of have to be grateful for all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, like we've said over and over on this podcast, and know that that's, like, you had to go through all of those issues to get you where you are to make you a better and stronger human for others. So I hope that helped. (laughs) I'm living my best life. I have that Cardi B song stuck in my head. Someone asked how to create a routine when you move out on your own. Ooh. I wish I liked that. I love that question. Like first time moving out. It's easy to end up with a bad routine. Oh yeah, totally. Because you have nobody holding you accountable mm-hmm. other than you, which yeah, is such no an one, adjustment. Or no one watching you. Like, right. Even if you have roommates like before, like, right. You want to be a nice roommate and clean yeah. up and do things. Um, I think making a schedule is yeah. really important. Um, sitting down and not overpacking it. Like even if it's just a few general things, like I want to wake up in this, um, time zone. Like I want to wake up between seven and eight. Like it doesn't need to be, I get up at seven and I do this. Um, so I want to get up between seven and eight, um, before noon I want to, well, and it depends on like we work from home. So I'm going through that, you know, um, I'm like before, noon I want to get a few hours of work done and start laundry each day yeah whatever it is you know um and kind of give yourself a flow I would start there yeah I would definitely start there and if I could go back and tell my younger self this it'd be like start a cleaning habit yeah I'm like really 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 messy and I've gotten way better since living by myself because obviously I don't want to be a pig not I was or anything, but I like when things are clean and in order. Um, So I would say that and try to make like cleaning things fun or like recently, actually, I've started editing the podcast while I clean. And usually I just sat down at my desk and edit the podcast or I edited photos while I edit the podcast. But I literally put my computer on my toilet and do laundry and like clean up and just tidy and you up. just listen and then when you hear something you go. I run over there, yeah. And I'm like, why wasn't I doing this always? Because the time goes by so fast 
And it's an hour at least for me to clean, like and tidy up. I'm like, genius, Caroline, genius. And that really helps me. Um, Instead of being like, oh, I have to do laundry. I have to do the dishes. You know, it's daunting and it can be. But um, yeah, I would say like really getting into routine, even like with laundry. I'm not good at laundry. But like every Wednesdays and Sundays, you do laundry. I wash my sheets every Monday. Oh, you do? People, because uh, I shared yesterday. Um, new bedding. My new bedding. And I said, you know, it's weekly sheet day. And people were like, you wash your sheets on the same day every week. I'm like, is that weird? I don't think that's weird. I don't let myself go past like a week and a half but I don't do it on the same oh I do it the same day but I have like a lot of I'm this is probably a problem but it's not it's fine but I have like a lot of extra sheets and fitted sheets so I just rip it off throw it in the hamper clean and put new ones on instead of like having to clean those or I will not have bedding which I think is normal but then it takes me like a long time for me to do the laundry of the dirty sheets. I only have one set of sheets at a oh, time. Oh, really? Well, then that's helpful mm-hmm. in your case. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I probably it's should not have a right or wrong. Well, but... and the thing is, we probably have another set of sheets sitting around. Mm-hmm. I know we do. I'm not even. There's one on the um, dining table. Yeah. Why is there a set of sheets on my dining table? You may ask. <laughs> no idea. Goodness. My life is chaos. Yeah. That's um, but yeah, doing like 30 minutes of cleaning a day will be life-changing yeah and you'll like love your space um and like be all around happy that your space is clean mm-hmm. what else what's all I'm trying to think of like younger me what I struggled with I guess just like routine like I always thought I which I am I'm on the go and I'm like I don't really like routine but then the more I sat with myself I'm like but routine's nice routine's beautiful yeah like it's not this like I always thought being having a routine was putting myself in a box. But it's, it's not really the not. enemy. What? It's definitely not the no, enemy. It's really not. Um, not feeling fulfilled and not feeling happy is the enemy. Yeah. And you can change your... It, it's not feeling locked to a routine. Like, you can shift it at any time. But, man. And that's hard when you initially... Just give yourself some time. Yeah. And adjust as needed. And you'll fail. Like, it's okay to fail, too. Like, I have stuff I look back on. I'm like, why did I do that? But it's fine. It's all part of learning and being a human. You have to grow and learn. And I'm still learning, like, every single day about myself. And I think living alone is, like, a beautiful thing because you learn so much about yourself. So get ready for that adventure that you're about to embark on. Um, And, yeah, you got this. We're cheering for you. Uh, uh, uh. Caroline has all the questions, so that's why I just keep sitting here silently whenever we wrap. <laughs> that is okay. Um, Do you know how many times in an episode I try to scratch my ear with headphones on? <laughs> we, I... we wear over ear headphones to record, and that's without hilarious. fail, I just nail myself in the headphone. Um, someone asked, I always feel so isolated and unremarkable. And that's all she wrote. Oh, that makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. You're not unremarkable. No, I would dive deeper and ask yourself why you're thinking that because I don't even know you or about anything about you, and I know that that's false. Um, 
every single human on this earth, I believe, has value to give in the, this world. And you just have to find that. And that also can change um, over time. But also with the isolation part, are you isolating yourself? Yeah. Because I do that. Like that's in my nature to be like, like if there's a problem that arises, I'm like, okay, distance. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need distance. I need to be alone. And I put that, I put myself in that box. No one else does. No one's right. like, go sit in your room, Caroline. Like that's not a thing. Right. Um, so ask yourself if that's what you're doing. And the thing I will say about isolation is a lot of people that I talk to that are feeling lonely or isolated, um, they want this list of four friends that they have to reach out or they reach out and those friends don't respond how they want to. There are billions of people on this planet. Go find new humans. Yeah, that is true. That's like always my advice to people. Go go to the yoga class, get on the Facebook group, mm-hmm. you know, um, find people that you have things in common with and it's not going to solve itself overnight but if you enter something new in your routine where there are other people there you will eventually meet the people who that's part of their routine too right um and you will relationships will form yeah that's very true and even like if you don't feel like necessarily talking to people like because i'm like that sometimes like i feel isolated in moments, but I'm an introvert. So my first reaction isn't like, Oh, make more friends, like do that. But if I go to a coffee shop by myself, it really does help me feel better and like less alone because there's people out there. There's people around. You're not on a deserted Island. Like you can make yourself feel seen. We're making new people every day. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Gardner. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sorry you feel like that. That makes us sad. Yeah, but also it's okay. And it's okay to accept that that's where you are and that's how you're feeling. Yeah. We don't want to make you feel wrong for feeling like that. No, because everyone feels like that yeah, at some I, point. I think it's really important to accept and realize that that's where you are, which it sounds like you have. And now's the time to start taking action. So whether that's going to a coffee shop and realizing that there are lots of people in the world because you're an introvert and that will do it. Or starting to go to a cooking class every week and meeting new friends. Um, just it, it requires putting yourself out there, which is scary. Um, but it's rewarding. It's so rewarding. Yeah, I agree. And that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for writing in. We really appreciate it. Again, if you need advice from us, please email us at hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Or DM us on Middle Ground. Um, we love to answer anything you guys have. We love all the questions. Oh, and um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, every Monday we share each other's uh, crowning moments. Yeah. With all of you and that kind of stuff. We love interacting with you guys. Um, the thing about the podcast is it's just Caroline and I on mics. So when you guys join those groups and follow us on Instagram, um, we get to interact with you more, which we absolutely love and yeah. really helps us on this side of the mic. Right. Um, and if you have any episode requests, please send that those in as well, because we obviously want to talk on things you guys are interested in as well. Yep. All right, friends. Um, you guys know where to find us on Instagram, Facebook, or all that good stuff, Middle Ground Podcast. Um, hello at middlegroundpodcast.co is our email. And we love y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.